from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hey guys, welcome to a special bonus episode of the Screeners Podcast. We're going to talk about all things E3, but unfortunately, Josh really isn't interested in video games at the moment. He's just had a brand new baby, and my wife, Melody, uh, isn't either. So on this episode, which is going to be Chad and I chatting a little bit about some games coming out of E3. How are you doing, Chad? I'm doing good, Chris. How are you, man? I'm excited about some games, or maybe I'm not. We'll find exactly. out. <laughs> exactly. There is a lot uh, to discuss, and so I just thought we'd give our overall impressions of the conference as a whole. You know, the major manufacturers gave their big press conferences, Microsoft, Sony, and then Nintendo did their, did their um, what do they call it, like a non-conference? What is that thing? Right, it's like a streaming thing for the uh, for the media. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, a little, it's a little strange. I guess they're trying to st- start a new trend and whatever. They're uh, trying not to get crushed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So let's talk um, just kind of generally about uh, the big two, I guess, at least. And we can talk a little bit about Nintendo if you want to, Chad. But let's start with um, Microsoft, since they were first. What did you think of Microsoft's press conference? Anything kind of stand out uh, there for you? Yeah, I think a couple things. The first thing is that I really love the stage design. And I know this is kind of <laughs> silly, yeah. but I love no, it. It's I, true. I work a lot in live production, so I can appreciate it. I thought the stage design was really very cool. Yeah. Uh, I liked how they combined, <laughs> and I'm sorry for the guys that were listening to the game, wanted to hear game stuff right away, but I loved how they combined a lot of the wide shots, you know, which showed the screens, and then they went full screen for the streaming. So the streaming uh-huh. experience was actually super cool. And, and and worked very well. So and that was the same for both conferences, both Sony uh, and PlayStation. I thought yeah. that was great. They're very good shows, aren't they? I they mean, really like, they are. do a good job of entertaining the audience, which I think is very strange. It, it seems so weird because they call it a press conference. So you would assume because everybody co- who comes to E three are supposed to be from the press. Right. I heard one of the press guys actually on another podcast I listened to said something to the effect that even when they get their entrance tickets to these events now, it says something about calling them a fan or something like that. So I think both of these companies have embraced the idea that this is more like just their Super Bowl where they can announce all their quote-unquote commercials to the world, which I'm cool with that. I think that's fine. And and of course now they both both have these platforms, you know, Xbox and the, the PlayStation actually stream it too so yeah. their quote-unquote fans can actually watch it in real time you yeah know, yeah like, not. so anyway it's, it's no cool. no i think that's a good point because like it, we we are in a day and age where we no longer need the press corps to right. go get this information to then right. relay it to us down the road we can right, all exactly. get it at the same time and i think that's kind of nintendo's point of doing their non-conference because they feel like well why are we doing this big show when we could just give it directly to right the press, you know what that, I mean? Rather that than and the big, fact that they have no more no, no games much. until 2015, but whatever. <laughs> exactly. Nothing to announce, right? <laughs> yeah, well, so true. what I thought was interesting with, with Microsoft's conference was the first thing that they said was they're just going to be talking about games and right. they weren't going to discuss anything to do right. with the media side of the Xbox. Now, let me ask you a question, Chad, because yeah. I have an Xbox One. So do you. I do. We I play also games. have a PlayStation 4. 
You have a PlayStation 4. I don't. I do. Not yet. I want, I'm going to discuss that with you because I, I have a proposition to make, Uh-oh. sir, with okay. you. Okay, well, we'll see. About the PlayStation 4. Uh-oh. But so the Xbox One, right? I do not have cable, as I've said on the show many times. Are you a cord cutter, Chris? I'm a cord cutter. Oh, I would have not known that. So I have a question. Have you plugged your Xbox One into a cable box? I have not. And ah. But let me tell you why. I haven't because people don't care. Okay, I, I haven't because where my, my biggest TV in the house is upstairs in my bone room and okay. I don't have cable box in that room that's just my movie screening and gaming place where I play so I don't have a cable gotcha. box in that room but okay that that's the only reason although I have heard kind of mixed reviews about some of the functionality not being quite where it is yet so I can't really mm-hmm. speak to that yeah so that was my that's the reason why I was asking is because I have not heard how that experience is but I'm guessing not very good in that they didn't say anything about it that's my only point is that I haven't heard of anyone who I know who actually has an Xbox One using it in the way they described at E3 2013, and then this year, 2014, they say nothing about that functionality. Right. Well, I I actually do have a couple of friends that use it and say that it works okay, that it's just, it's not the future yet, right? Right. And I I don't think, and this is just my opinion, I don't think it's as much they didn't talk about that kind of stuff because it wasn't where they wanted it to be as much as I think that they were just trying to make a big comeback off of the SmackDown Sony kind of laid on them last year with the whole sharing of games and always connected controversies and all that. Right. And they just said, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to go back and show you game, 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 game. And for, well, and for me, I loved that because yeah. I know I, now let me also say this. I have some friends, not you, but I have some friends that are only interested in games, right? And so it makes them mad when they talk about other media functionality. I actually think that's one of the major reasons to have an Xbox One is because of all the cool functionality that's related around the other multimedia experiences. So I don't mind when they talk about that as much. I just don't think this is necessarily the place where that's going to fly anymore, personally. And when we get to the Sony press conference, we can talk about a perfect example of that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then another thing Xbox didn't mention, let's get these two things out of the way, is Connect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm pissed so, off at Xbox about that, honestly. But whatever. Yeah, it's just it's just so funny. I, I just feel like you know these are two things they really talked heavily about last year, right? And then they're realizing we're going to backtrack and we're just going to talk about games this year, which is fine. Yeah. It just seemed to me it was just so funny because even before I read any of the reviews on these press conferences and they pointed these things out, I found it so odd. I was like, they haven't mentioned the, the word Connect yet. Oh. I don't even know that they even talked about the fact that they're coming out with a console without a Connect. I know. It's just so it just, strange. Yeah, it's just strange. It just aggravates me because I feel like Microsoft should just they should just have some conviction about something, right? Exactly. And, and I'm yeah. all for I'm all for a company listening to their users and giving them a good experience. But I really believe in the model that if you think you have a very captivating experience that is going to play the way that you think it should play and it only works the best when you have this peripheral device, yeah. then sell it that way. And the people yeah. that want it will want it and the people that won't, won't. But don't, it feels to me like they kind of crippled their own vision just oh, to yeah. sell more units, which I mean, it can't be surprising, but it, to me it's frustrating because I'm like, if this is what you want it to be and it's how it should be, let's do it that way. That's right. No, I totally agree with you. I, I, I see that as the diff- the big differences right now between how Microsoft and I know this is not about games, but Apple runs their businesses. Apple just says, no, we're not going to put Flash on our stuff. Right. Stop. Cry about you know it. I mean? Cry about it if yeah, you want to because you're still going to buy it. But it's going to be better this way. 
and you don't even know it yet. And I feel like Microsoft is so like, oh, you guys don't like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let's, yeah, yeah you're right. We don't need to connect. Let's mm-hmm. take that away. You know what I mean? This is like, guys, come on, man. Yeah. Now no. it may not right, work great anyway. right yet, but whatever. Anyway, games. We're talking about games. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's talk about the games. I feel like we've now talked about this for way too long. Okay. So maybe should we talk about the PlayStation conference and then we can get into full on games or how do you want to do this? I don't yeah. have mine arranged, I think, the way you do. So yeah, we can talk about Sony just real quick. So just my overarching, sure. my overarching thing about Sony was that I loved the huge screen that they had I thought that was so awesome so awesome visually so good you know just stunning I was like that is great and I thought like the first 45 minutes or so uh, of the conference was was awesome because again they were just like game 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 and then for some mind-numbing reason yeah they, uh-huh. they pulled a Microsoft yep. and, and a Sony and they went into like 40 minutes of we've had 150 million hours of online multiplayer and we've sold blah 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 and then they talked about PlayStation TV and then they talked about the Vita which I know you love whatever and then they talked about all the you know this this new custom content these online web shows and I was yeah. just like this yeah. and it, it was so stupid and boring and nobody cared and then they came back and closed with some more games so from an overall standpoint if I compare them against each other, I think Microsoft was the clear winner because it was just rapid fire, new game, new game, this is coming, this is coming, and then PlayStation had like half of that, and then the other half was just boring, 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 boring. Well, I think, I think again, like Xbox did a show, and they kept the pace, and they just, you know, continue, you know, right out the gate, they just kept up that high octane just all the way going, but the the PlayStation felt like they needed to stop for a moment, you know, knock off, you know, a couple of check marks. They felt like they needed to talk a little bit about their peripheral stuff coming out. Yeah. Things that had nothing really to do with video games, but had more to do with the PlayStation brand, which was kind of, you know, again, like, it, it's okay, I guess, uh, for the well, press. I think they us, were probably crowing a little bit, too, after they're kind of taking a little a little victory lap after last year. They were very confident, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's but okay. I, that's okay. I still think, though, I, I mean, I have to, I have to say... And this is something I was going to talk about, but I have to say, though, I think the actual content of PlayStation was better than the actual content of the Xbox. And by that, I mean... I disagree with that, but we'll talk about If you look at the last... Well, okay, but let's look at the last two weeks, or last week, I should say, after E3, the PlayStation has gotten two betas, but the Xbox has not. So, sure. like, what I'm saying is, is that you know, the actual like right. after the conference, like what happens to that console? I felt like PlayStation sure. Four won the day. Sure, I don't think so because because again, and this is a very subjective thing here because I have the as a PlayStation owner, I got an invite to do the Destiny beta, and my answer to that is I don't freaking want it. I hate betas. I want to play the game when it's ready to play. Um, now I know not a lot of people are like that, so I guess here's where it comes down to for me. Yeah. Almost every big game is on both platforms, so when it yeah. comes down to what what is exclusive, then I care what games are exclusive. When I see what indie games are supported, I care about that. But the things like I'm going to get an additional playable character on this version, or I'm going to get two more oh, moves, or I'm yeah, going to yeah. get an extra map, or I'm going to get a beta a month earlier, I don't care about that. I don't, <laughs> right. I simply do I, not care. I, so, I understand. So, so yeah, as I, understand. I was as I was going through the Sony press conference, I was like, most of the stuff that wowed me was not an exclusive game. 
It wasn't. Yeah. It was like I can play that on Xbox as well. So exactly. I think I think when we dig down into the into the specific games, you know, that'll become more clear because for me, I'm in, and I'm not. I have historically been pro Xbox mainly because I thought Xbox Live was such a superior online environment compared to PlayStation Network, which I still yeah. think it is, or PlayStation Plus. But I have both. I want to have great experiences on both. So for me, it just comes down to what, where, am I, where can I get that? So maybe we can talk about that. So what? So you say you PlayStation won the day for you. So what? What did you like or what excited you game wise from the PlayStation conference? Well, I don't. Again, I don't. I didn't actually break my games up from conference to conference. And oh, like you, you said, because most of them were not exclusives. And I, in fact, I can't think of any games that I really want that are exclusive on either one of the systems. Mm-hmm. Um, just it, seem, it seems like whenever we're talking about like the superior oh, there's um, one. There's experience one. <laughs> is going to be on PS4. Like uh, As far as like the PS4 version of a lot of these games are running at higher specs. They're, you know, we're get, they're getting them earlier or getting with them with different more content. And so it was just a little frustrating because I, I felt like um, Sony was saying, yeah, no, absolutely. These games are available everywhere. But, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah, and I think the one exception you're thinking of as far as exclusives is Xbox's Halo, right? Would that be your, is that what you're thinking? It, or? Is, it is not, but we'll talk about that too. And let me, let me just answer that real quick because I think this whole thing, having played game, I think the major thing is 60 frames a second. Okay? Yes, I 720p agree. versus 1080 is not, is not substantive difference. It really yeah. isn't. Uh, so if both games play at, at 60 frames, then I'm in. Absolutely. Um, so, so let's come back to to what you were saying there. So, I think the Halo franchise is awesome. That was yeah. awesome. I mean, being able to play all of those games, remastered version, the original multiplayer okay. as shipped is yeah, awesome. But will you actually play those? Let's be real. I it's cool. Play. It's a good idea, but I don't think I'm not. I'm not going to play those games again. Right. So, right. So here's the thing. It's not about me and you because we experienced that generation. It's right. my younger brother who is like Halo, whatever. Right. But now he will have the chance to experience it. And the, there is certainly, if I had the ability at just at any moment to fire up a round of Halo Two multiplayer, I may do it because I. I mean, that consumed you, my life for like two and a half years. If you have like a group of of, of friends that you know are going to be on the same time and you sure. guys are into that, I just I'm just not sure that I want. I mean, I understand the idea, the nostalgia of that, and hopping into it and playing it for a couple of days. But I'm not. I don't feel like I would like really actually be like, okay, you know what, guys. Forget this. I'm not playing Titanfall anymore. Halo 2. Like, I'm sorry. I, I just don't... Right. But I think there I are know. a lot of people out there that would. But for me, the exclusive game, and this was... This, we talked about this actually last year on our E3 bonus episode, and I don't know... Right. I don't think you were as high on it as I was, but I love the game mechanic because everything that I play now, not everything, but most things are so gritty and real world shooter and serious and whatever i love the games like ratchet and clank i love those games that are sure. just beautiful and fun and so sunset overdrive seeing oh yeah, yeah. actual gameplay now because last year was just kind of the teaser trailer i cannot wait to get my hands on that game i think that is going to be just like ratchet and clank going to be amazingly fun and i loved how in their trailer they made fun of like all the military shooters you know, at the very beginning, and then they broke out. So for me, 
if I'm talking about Xbox, there there are essentially three games that and we can talk about them however you'd like to that I'm most sure, excited about. It. From an exclusive standpoint, Sunset Overdrive. I think that is, for me, that's in my wheelhouse. I'm going to love that. Um, and that's only on Xbox. Number two, and I know this is across both, but because Xbox Live, in my opinion, is far superior, sure. I wet my pants when I saw multiplayer Assassin's Creed. Okay. Okay. Now, co-op. Not, yeah, I mean, co-op not, is what I yeah. mean. Excuse me, not multiplayer. I, I was going to talk to you about this because I I have not played an Assassin's oh, I've oh, never oh, actually oh, played oh, an Assassin's Creed game. Dude, see, so, so yeah, the, there's no way to put into words then for you how exciting yeah. that is because I've played every Assassin's Creed game uh, all the way from start to, to end and I love them all. And the idea, especially now, I can I can throw in an Assassin's Creed game and it takes me like two minutes and I've already got the functionality back and I'm already flying around and I'm assassinating people and the combat and all that stuff. Being able to do that in an open world with four other, three other players and you can team up. I, it blows my mind how much fun that could be just because of the mechanic of the Assassin's Creed universe. So, so it's Yeah, no, I, I'm all awesome. about that because as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, we have to play this. Oh, I have man. to play this can with you, Chad and with dude, Josh. Can like, you imagine? It has to happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be fantastic. So let's, you've just cracked open something I want to talk about. I know you had other games you wanted to just speak okay. to. That's okay, we come back. I think the... Uh, well, you just nailed, you hit, hit on one of the things that was the big trend, I feel like, of this year at E3, and that is online co-op. Yeah. Like, every game has online co-op. It's unbelievable. Like, the Division, mm-hmm. uh, for me, I think that looks incredible. I, I, I cannot wait to I get agree. my hands on the division they, they showed that um the trailer with like the the echo system where you can like see what happened uh you know like 11 days earlier and like you know experience like the the the, the world as it was yeah. through you know all the different data they have right uh, i just i was really super excited about that i thought that looked um really great the division is, is something i'm really excited about but i agree um, but Far I mean, Cry- go ahead no i was gonna say to 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 your original point is some of the best experiences we have ever had was playing four-player co-op on Halo. Yeah, absolutely. There's just something exhilarating about being in a campaign and not fighting random people and 10-year-olds that are cursing you out, you know, on Xbox Live. <laughs> Having it's, objective. Just, it's just great. Yeah. yeah, Far Cry 4 is the same thing with yeah. a lot of just amazing visuals. And Gorgeous some, visuals. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it looks amazing. But the co-op, where you can have your friend, your buddies just hop in anytime. You guys can go, you know, traipse around the world and just have an experience and have a good time together. But I think my favorite co-op, now you tell me, I don't know if you're ever a fan of this series. I'm really hoping you are, and you'll be willing to get this so we can play this together. Uh Rainbow Six Siege. (laughs) Have you seen that? So I I have to be honest, very much like, well, not exactly the same, but pretty close, whereas you haven't played any of the Assassin's Creed, I've played half of one Rainbow Six game on the Xbox 360. Um, okay. And it was a long time ago. So I just don't have a lot of experience in that world to know. So when I look at it, I, I can appreciate that it looks like a beautiful shooter and it looks great. But there's like right. 20 that are that look just like that. So we'll I, see. This I, is I don't the, know. This you tell the, me. It's this. It looks I think it's one of my one of my most anticipated games of of the entire conference because it essentially just slows it down a little bit where, you know, the four of us are going up against four or five. I don't, I don't know how many, how big the teams can be, but we, before we get started, we strategize, we look at the house and we say, okay, we need to, we're going to go in through the roof. We're going to go in through the garage or we're going to do this. We can actually strategize and set our, our strategy at the very beginning of the game. And then, you know, it's very contained, you know, there's, there's, it's one shot, one, not one shot, one kill, but you, once you're dead, you're dead. You don't come back. 
Uh, you see, you, there, there's that kind of um, you know tense uh, feeling like things have gravity and weight, right. so that you know you you don't just go rushing into a firefight. You have to be tactical and think about how you're going to do this. And the destructive environment that was the, the coolest part of it that is is that i'm gonna blow this wall open so that i can blow the the floor open so i can then fall through the roof and you know catch the bad guy i just i think that 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 idea of a slowed tactical real weighty just i, I just cannot wait to get my hands on rainbow six siege i think it's going to be a, a lot of fun and just a really exciting thing to be able to play with specifically people you know and friends sure. that you know so anyway we'll yeah see. no we'll see. i agree and so carrying that out one step further another game that i was yeah. so let me say yeah if you say it's it's great we'll get it and if we hate it then we'll yell at you on the podcast <laughs> right, but exactly, as, please. As, yeah. as far as another unique experience because I, I i'm i'm getting close i don't, I don't want to say i'm close because i'm all, i've been there for a few years you know the military shooter fatigue is there pretty hardcore which is yeah which was square hit me right in the eyes with uh yeah call of duty advanced warfare and so you know it it had some cool things that had like the the ad at looking thing crawling across and it had the yeah. flying grenades and all that stuff but the truth of it is i was like yeah i just can't get excited for that i, I want to that's so funny that you said that like i, I literally in my notes i said are we excited about yeah, Call of Duty I just, Advanced I was like, you know it looks okay and it looks like some of the new weapons would be cool and depend you know and then they have the you know the little jet packs and all that stuff so yeah maybe but i i'm loving titanfall and i have a lot of that <laughs> stuff that's already there so we'll see we'll see um I, the most exciting bit in, of that game has nothing to do with the game it is kevin spacey like i know <laughs> right just, i, I kind of just want to watch I don't know, those flying like, grenades were pretty cool but you know whatever yeah yeah I, I i mean i agree that there's some interesting things there but like you just said there's so much fatigue i feel like yeah. i've seen this before this isn't anything really right new it just seems like oh yeah no we've done that agreed which leads me to the next game which is yeah. from the makers of left for dead which is evolve so oh I, yes i wrote the words in my notes while watching the press conference wow in full exclamation points because to me that looks like a totally because I loved Left 4 Dead. It was so tense and had great experiences in multiplayer, even though it was multiplayer only. I love the idea of being the big monster uh, versus the team that have roles. I mean, some of my most enjoyable experiences on the original Xbox were playing Return to Castle Wolfenstein, where you could switch back and forth between I want to be an engineer or I want to be a medic. And so bringing that mechanic back into a current gen system where we're fighting against monsters of varying shapes and sizes that looks like that's going to be if with your friends could be a super unique fun experience and the graphics look great so it could get old soon but it's also the same kind of i kind of felt that way about left for dead and then i played it for like a year so so but i have a question for that game because i didn't actually dig dig too deep into it is there that is just a uh, multiplayer experience is that correct there is no it's just like left for dead it's just you you're either one of either one of the four or you're the monster and so okay all right right, so it's a team it's five people playing team of four versus the creature uh, and each one of the four have varying roles. So it, it looks great. If you go back and watch that trailer again, I mean, I was I was really stunned by that. So let's let's go to uh, wrap up with Xbox. We'll move over to PlayStation. So sure. we talked about Halo. We didn't talk about some of the indie games. You know, they had Project Spark, which I still think the idea behind Project Spark is actually very awesome. It still needs to get fleshed out a little more, but I, I kind of like that. Did you did you play it at all yet? I, uh, there's like a, there's a beta. I know you don't like fiddled betas, around but... a little bit, but not much. But it's not just much. one of those games I just don't get into just saying the same thing on the sony side with like little big planet i'm just yeah. not i don't know i'm, I'm not, not that not guy that kind of, 
Yeah, yeah. I don't want to build the stuff, right? Yeah. Um, the Dead Rising Capcom downloadable content was hilarious. <laughs> that was great. I'll never buy it because I don't have that game, and I'm not really interested. Right. But but that it was ama- that was amazing. Just the the, the self referential like you know EX right. Alpha. Right. You know, right. That was right. Great. So the big it wasn't a surprise, and we'll wrap up Xbox here and then move over to PlayStation. But what did you think about the new Halo? teaser trailer explain to me what i just saw because i i have a hard time getting excited about that because i thought i'd already seen it it looked like i had like i felt like i'd already seen that trailer a couple years ago so what 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 did did i just see no it's just that after as soon as they showed that trailer they then came up and talked about some of the game mechanics and they talked about how talked about the new company that took it over and just talked about how they were more dedicated than ever to great new stories and an amazing universe and all that stuff. Yeah. So no, well, it's, it's show just something though. Yeah, you know but, I mean, like, I mean, okay, yeah, but so uh, the thing everybody's freaking out over on Sony's side was the Uncharted Four thing, and that was a thirty-second, tr- you know, teaser. That, that was horrible as well. That's no just gameplay. As egregious, just as egregious as this, right? Though. But so that's but that's a different issue because if we go down through the list of both Xbox and Sony, I would yeah. say easily eighty percent of these trailers had no gameplay footage. So it's all it is is to get us kind of excited exactly. about the idea. Exactly, and that's another thing I've had in my um, my notes as well is that it is basically 2015 is when we really like late 2015 is when we have to really be excited about these video games that they you know their big tentpole stuff that they're like you sure. wait for this this I did like how Xbox actually divided theirs up like the first half was 2014 and then yeah. the second half was the future that was cool um, but let's talk about Sony now so. Um, some of the big games, and stop me if any of these interest you, and I'll, I'll give yes. you some of my feedback. So you have. We still haven't talked about my favorite game that I'm most excited about of any of them. So okay, I'm, so I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold that back until. So maybe we'll, so we'll see. Okay. Yeah, you will. You will. So there are a couple, obviously, that most of these are multi-platform, but they looked amazing. So Mortal Kombat yeah. <laughs> looks yes! great. Yes, it looks so it will brutal. Absolutely, make me buy a fighting game. I'm so I'm, I'm in. So that looks great. Some of my other notes, it, Destiny. Right, so let's so we can talk about Destiny. This is another note that I want to talk to you about because I want to see if we can strike a deal with Destiny, sir. Oh, you, okay. Well, let me hear you. What, what's the deal? So I have not purchased a PS4 yet, mm-hmm. and they showed this beautiful white PS4 bundle with <laughs> Destiny. So I think the question, that's so funny that everybody's like, "Oh, it's so beautiful," and then when Xbox released the white one, they were like, "It looks like an eggshell." <laughs> <laughs> well, and it I, did. <laughs> well, yeah. the PS4 though is a beautiful looking machine. It, it is. really is. I agree. So, um, so will you play Destiny with me on the PlayStation Four? That's the question Ooh. I have because that that is the only way I'm going to mm. buy a PS. Four. I, I really want that white one, yeah, but dude, I'm not going to buy Destiny you're, twice. You're talking about cutting out my entire friends list on Xbox yeah, Live and exactly. no gamer score. Exactly. I, I'm going to have to say that it, the chances are unlikely that well, I see, would that, play it on so, PS4. I'm so bummed. I, a look, game, I, a game that is going to be primarily defined by its ongoing multiplayer experience for me yes. is going to be on Xbox Live, and exactly. you know that you too. Well, that's why. I'm, that's exactly why I'm going to buy Destiny on Xbox One. But as soon as I saw that bundle, I was like, Oh my gosh! I, I kind of it, it did look good. It did look good. The yeah. game here. So, but I got to be honest about Destiny, and it's on Xbox too. So this is not an anti Sony thing here because they're coming. They like you said they they had the July 17th beta or the June 17th beta. They right. had an extra map, uh, a few little things. Things, you know that you're not going to get on Xbox. This it game runs better on the PS4 too, from what I've heard. Well, we'll only know that when it actually releases. All this sure. stuff is hyperbole on both sides until it actually drops, and then we no can, doubt then no we doubt. can talk. Yeah. But my deal is that 
as beautiful as it is and as ambitious as some of the ideas behind it are, and they are somewhat, it still looks like another shooter to me, though, in principle. And so I'm going to have to wait and see. I mean, I'm going to get it because all my friends will get it and I want to play it and I want to be in, you know, what's going on. But I don't see that game and immediately just drop my jaw and go, yes, I want to be a part of that, you know? Well, I think it, it, I think it appeals a lot to, it is a, what I've heard it being described as the first true multiplayer online shooter like right that allows you to still have some control of your own and ex- have an experience all by yourself right but you can also like you know they, they hop into those those world zones where you're fighting with yeah dozens of other people and that's that that's kind of cool. cool no i agree i agree it's another co-op thing i, agree, I said like ever this all these games are co-op it you know is I mean? it's just so. a it's just a kind of a different reaction so like when I saw, for example, Sony do the trailer for Batman Arkham Knight, there you go. then I oh, was like, that is, this, my jaw hit the floor, yep. and they showed the gameplay, and I was like, I want that um, right now. I want that, it right that, now. I want to be on that game right now. For me, that is the game of the show. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, I am more excited about that game than anything else they right. showed. That's what I'm saying. Five, t- five times the size of the last um, Gotham that they had. Um, and the Batmobile can be used in every part of the game, everywhere. You can use right. call the Batmobile, and it just—I cannot freaking wait. The mechanic of the glide and the dive, and it was just oh. looks so. Oh. And, and it looked beautiful. It looked absolutely beautiful. So that's the difference for me. Is like when I see an experience like that versus a Destiny, which is huge. I'm just like, do which one do I want to jump into and spend the most of my time with? And for me, it's like I want to do Batman. It looks well. Unfortunately, so awesome. though, they're totally different though because Batman is. It's a walled garden. No, I agree. I agree it's totally different from Batman, but is Destiny totally different from all the other shooters that I've played? That's the question. I think it's it's the the open-worldness and being able to be online with all your friends all the time. You can go do your own thing, and then when when your friends are like, hey, let's go do something... We, you can open up the world map and go do an you know uh, an, uh, unlock an achievement of one of those things that you're you know what I mean like yeah, there's sure. a there's yeah, a yeah. tree for multiplayer there's a tree Absolutely. for single player and I feel like they're uh, hopefully they'll be able to catch that now the big news since after that since the alpha uh, went on PS4 is uh, Peter Dinklage's um, performance have you read anything about this I haven't at all? no Mm-mm. how awful it is like apparently they're in the there's, game. Yeah, because Peter Dinklage is is the a, the voice of the AI that follows you throughout oh, the game. Okay, and um, apparently he is horrible and with some terrible lines of dialogue. Um, well, so there's one thing if it's bad dialogue. There's another thing if it's delivered poorly. It's both. Both. Huh? I mean, you should go online and, and listen. If you guys can find this, I'll put it in our show notes too. Um, but there is a video showing like all of the the the, the really low points of the the dialogue, and and it is pretty rough. I have to say, I, I was I was. Wow, that I don't know who was in the booth that day and said, "Yeah, no, that's great, Peter." Um, they right. should have they should have let him go a few more rounds. Yeah, well, I'm definitely I'm definitely excited, you know, about about Batman, and I'm hoping that that doesn't get annoying, you know, with uh, with Destiny because that would be that would be a drag. No doubt. No, Batman Arkham Knight is without a doubt for me game of the show. Okay. I loved freaking Batman. So, so let me ask you this. So there's a story that our listeners may not know. When yes. the PlayStation 3 released, it had been out for a few months, and I had a, um, I had a PlayStation 3, and you and your wife were visiting <laughs> m- me. Yes. Uh, you were up visiting. And one of my great joys in life, whenever Chris and I get together, is I like to... We I like to try to make Chris buy something in the presence of his wife yes. that she doesn't want him to have yet because then 
it's just joy for everybody. So that weekend they released Metal Gear Solid Four, right? Yes, okay. that is the reason and why. Was, I believe yes. it was a bundle. Was that correct? Uh, but uh, it, yes, and, I bought the, the so Metal it was Gear the, Solid. So Metal Gear Solid Four bundle, and I was like, Chris, you got to get it. You know, you want this game. And Melody was like, No. But at the end of the day, folks, we drove down to the store and he picked it up. So That's my right. question yeah. to you is. Because I am not a Metal Gear Solid player. I've never played a single one of those games. So as someone that is and that has even bought a system for that game, what did you think about Metal Gear Solid Five? Well, first of all, I've played the uh, Ground Zeroes, which is already available, and, and, and you can download it right now for your Xbox One or your PS4. Um, so I've already had a little bit of a glimpse into how the game plays, uh, and I love it. I cannot wait for that game. It is basically, it's not an open world game in the way that most games are open world. It's just like, you know, you have a big open space and that's your level, and then, you have, then you'll travel to another big open space and have that level, rather than it being kind of like, you know, individual, like small little confined spaces. It's a big, big open space that you can go around and, and do your tactical espionage action uh, stuff with Metal Gear. I'm excited. I can't, nothing would, nothing would get me not excited about that game just because I'm a huge fan of the series. Right, right. The trailer that they showed made absolutely no sense. Kind of weird, yeah. But those games <laughs> Beyond, are kind of weird, kinda right? weird. Though those games are weird, right? Little yeah, little? no, I, <laughs> very, very, very weird. They're 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 strange, but there there's a charm in them. It's it's one of those. Uh, I'm not a big fan of other. Japanese imports, so like JRPGs or any of those other kind of, uh, even like Capcom stuff, like the um, Dead Rising and all that kind of stuff, I've never really gotten in- into, mm-hmm. but Metal Gear, for some reason, has its claws in me, it's and I, oh man, I love it so much, so no matter what, I, I think the game will be fantastic, they always end up do, but Hideo Kojima is just a really strange dude, right. and he likes to just kind of... Trailer edited and directed by... <laughs> but see, I think, I honestly think that he that, that, that was an on-purpose kind of thing sure. for everybody to be like, man, he's a jerk isn't he you know what i mean like I, he always does these things with he's very flashy and outlandish and he'll show us a trailer and i'll bet you 90 percent of that trailer won't even be in the final game sure. like he's that kind of guy you know what i mean he's this is if we all remember back in time with the metal gear series metal gear solid 2 we all thought we were going to be playing as snake and you only play the first level of Snake, and then you're playing as some other guy that we never even saw before that point for the rest of the game. Spoilers so, for a very yeah, old game. <laughs> well, yeah. It, you know, that's that's his jam. Like, he likes to just kind of screw with you and, you know, make you a little uncomfortable. And uh, I don't know. I think no matter what, I think it's going to be a great game. So yeah. the trailer was weird and well, stupid. I must say, though, that the trailer did at least intrigue me a little. I was like, well, maybe <laughs> do I want to get in that world? I don't know. So so let me ask you oh. this, and then we'll hammer through some of the games and just give our overall impressions, and then we'll close this down here. Sure. But yeah. I, since the, the conference is over, most people that have picked their game of show, specifically yes. related to Sony, have at least on most lists, it's in the top three, have mentioned No Man's Sky. Yes. And yes. so now I have to be honest. When I first saw this, and I hadn't heard any of the hype or anything like that, my notes say exactly this. The first word I wrote was, wow, followed by ambitious, underlined two or three times, followed by, but is it fun? Yeah, and exactly. So, and so the, my my initial concern is that, okay, yes, that, wow, you mean it's new every time. And since then, I've read up uh, a lot about the designers of the game, Hello Studios, and kind of the secret sauce of the code that they wrote to write this engine that makes it, I don't want to say infinite, but almost infinite possibilities and variations on everything in the game 
from the shape of the trees to the different ships to the, you know, unique experiences that everybody will have, although it's contained within the same universe. But looking right. at the actual gameplay, I started thinking, yeah, but is this, is there enough game in this game? Is this actually going right. to be fun? So I don't know. That was my initial so, impression. What about you? It's so funny you say that because I thought the exact same thing. It feels like to me, and again, like I, I only did a cursory glance at it because it just seems the, the design looks you know, like un- unlike anything else, yeah, uh, it's very like oversaturated and you know, you know, strong color and all that kind of stuff. And I, it, it could be good, but I felt like for some reason I got this feeling like, boy, are you just going to be kind of wandering through, hoping you find something interesting? And you know, you're you, you Chad may have an amazing time, but right. I don't because the computer doesn't give me this kind of like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just not sure how excited i am and i feel like i also got this feeling like a pokemon type deal almost where like it was just gonna be like <laughs> you just kind of see where you kinda, could get that yeah kind of gotta keep just going around until you find the right one and then you're like oh yeah i know that was great i i don't know I, maybe it could be fantastic and a lot of the press are super you know they excited are. for it yeah. so you know it may be one of these things that i just haven't seen enough of sure. or don't get it yet either way if it's really awesome if it's a you know, a killer app for the PS4, then maybe that's the reason why I'll be a PS4 and, and, and play it on that. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. So an exclusive for PlayStation there, and we've talked about a couple PlayStation exclusives there, but um, the Order 1886, they opened early in their press conference with this with like an extended actual gameplay trailer that had some cutscenes as well, but then it jumped into live gameplay. Did you see that at all, Chris? You know, I didn't, but that doesn't, the the, the game like a, hasn't impressed me. Yeah, so, it's like a survival so. horror kind of thing. It looked actually pretty awesome, and then when they showed the gameplay, I was immediately disinterested. I was like, because it just it looked like it was janky, and it didn't look it just didn't look fun. It just didn't look exciting. Um, right. But now the yeah. flip side of that is the game that also didn't show <laughs> it didn't show any gameplay, but for whatever reason, it hit a chord with me, and I was like, oh my word, I need to play that. And that's Let It Die. Did you see that? I didn't, man. No. Okay. That game is messed up. <laughs> and and they even actually said and and forgive me for not knowing the uh, the creator's game uh, name off the top of my head, but they said his next weird invention is this, right? And they showed it and it's just this very surreal strange sets of images and this strange guy walking down the hall and it's all blurry and it's just very hyper violent but in a really cool way that wasn't traditional like just hacking people up but it looked very interesting so chris you should check out that trailer because i was actually very intrigued by that game uh and i'm I, watching I, it i'm watching it right now it, it is it, it does look it looks almost like is it a up. fighting game is i don't that know what this is? i have no idea that's why i was intrigued because i was like i don't know what there's only is. ever two people on the screen and it looks kind of like it's just boy is it live action that's interesting is this an live action elements, or does it just really look that good? That's amazing. Yeah, All right. it looked very, it looked interesting. Uh, another one where I loved the trailer, absolutely loved the trailer, but no gameplay. And I loved the trailer for the first one, and the game wasn't that great. Was Dead Rising Two with the jogger who's going down the street? Yes, that was really cool. Yep. What a great trailer! That was cool. Yes, but again, yeah. oh, no gameplay, awesome. and based on what the first one was, it's hard to Not get excited. Um, Bloodborne, awesome trailer, no gameplay. You know, so it's again, it's like, well, okay, I think I like it, but that I don't know what I'm gonna get now. Little Big Planet three, it's just not my kind of game. Uh, it, it looks like Little Big Planet two. I'm sorry, I, 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 I can you tell a difference between those two games? Besides that, maybe it looks a little bit prettier. I don't know. I, I'm not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does not. 
as you say, scratch that itch. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I'm interested in really playing. Right. Now, what did you think about Battlefield Hardline? Okay, so when I watched the trailer for this, I was super intrigued. Like, again, like, this felt like almost one of the um, more objective-based multiplayer stuff that we were seeing from um, Rainbow Six Siege. So I was like, oh, oh, wow, this is like a bigger world, and you can kind of maybe do some cooler things, like, you know, climb up on top of a huge tower and you know jump off of it and then you got a parachute and all kinds of cool stuff and so i was really intrigued by it it looked really amazing and they had a beta on the ps4 uh over the last couple of days and so i've gotten onto the twitch channel on my xbox one to watch people on their ps4 play it and i'll be honest it doesn't look all that interesting (laughs) like it looks like every other shooter with this maybe a little bit of a twist but it's pretty much the same and i was just like like oh yeah, I forget. Like, they really know how to hype these suckers up with a trailer and, like, make you feel like that's something brand new. Right. But at the end of the day, we pretty much have those in all the shooters we have currently. I don't I don't know I exactly what the big deal is. Yeah, and I was the same way where at first I was excited and then I actually saw it and thought, well, maybe not. And maybe that's why a lot of developers don't show a lot of gameplay exactly. early. Exactly, yes. Because you yes. see it and then you're like, uh. uh. And by the way, that Let It Die trailer, the company is, uh, the developer, I should say, is Suda51, the, the guys who did No More Heroes. So anyway, that... That looks that looks pretty interesting. So let's let's do one more, um, a big one. They closed their announcement or the, they closed their press conference with this, and that was Uncharted Four. And so, Chris, yeah. did you ever play any of the Uncharted games? Yeah, I mean, I not I've not played through them. Uh, I've played, I think, Uncharted Two. I think that is the fan favorite, right? I, somebody, I, I think it was Stephen who was on the podcast uh, a couple of times ago. He recommended me play that, and I did. I tried. I I thought it was okay. I, you know, I don't know. For some reason, again, that kind of game does not really um, appeal to me. You don't on, like the third-person shooter adventure games? <sighs> yeah, I, I think it's it's more, I don't know. I don't know what it was about that. I mean, obviously, you know, Metal Gear Solid is that. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I Just something about the formula and the setting just doesn't right. quite... Well, well, for me, the trailer did not get me excited because it was literally, like oh, no, I said earlier, stupid. it's like 45 seconds and he gets up off the ground. Now, his face... When he was on the ground, looked marvelous. The graphic fidelity is staggering. I think we've gotten but to the that's point. That's not going to be in the game. No, 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 though. no. I understand, but well, no. It actually said at the beginning this was taken from a PlayStation Four, um, but this trailer was taken from a PlayStation Four, so that could mean a lot of things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. But I mean, come on. My point is, I think we've also gotten to the point where all these games really look amazingly beautiful, and we're just kind of like, yeah. yeah, okay, they look great. We should appreciate how awesome these games look. But that was, I'm sorry, dude, but that is not that is not an in-game. Time engine out. that is just I a, a pre-rendered hold on i'm just saying it still looks awesome so the point it does is, look awesome i played all the way through the first game of uncharted and i loved it and then i played the second one and i made it about two-thirds of the way through and it really became a slog for me to finish uh and then i didn't play the third one so i, am, I didn't finish i didn't finish the second one i don't want to i got you like i got it. you yeah, well I I, i'm interested at least on a surface level of you know maybe this next gen because naughty dog does some great games I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, but, no, they're a great studio, no doubt. I, I, I they are, but I, I just, I've never resonated. I even have it on my Vita. It's supposed to be like the, the one of the better games for the Vita, and you know, they give it away for you know, on the PS when you're a PlayStation Plus member, you get it for free. So I've downloaded, I played it a little bit, and it's just not. I don't know for some reason it just does not doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, well, you know. L- 
here's my deal. Ever since I played The yes. Last of Us, which was my game of the year by a mile last year, right. um, whatever Naughty Dog brings out, I'm going to at least pay attention to it because that was such a seminal experience for me. So, okay, so we're here at the end. We've talked about both conferences and all that. So your yes. game of show for you was Batman no Arkham. No doubt. Arkham Knight. Arkham yes, Knight. it is. It is going to be and it's also the one we're going to get the soonest like i think uh, right, maybe that's part of it too yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly like i know that it's actually happening it's actually coming I, when is the uh, i think it's like october or november is that when no, it sounds like a good sounds out? like a good guess i'm not sure i'm gonna look it up right now as you talk uh, yeah but there's no doubt that that it, it looks gorgeous it's gonna be a next generation oh no it's not it's been pushed back <laughs> since then see coming in see 2015 you with our hearts and then you crushed them oh i am really crushed right now yeah. oh my well, oh i'm so sad hang on you had to give me a moment i'm choked yeah. up but for me <laughs> if i had to pick one it would probably also be batman followed closely by co-op in assassin's creed and sunset overdrive which i think looks awesome and we haven't talked a lot about wow. some of the indie games the indie games there yeah. are a lot of good looking indie games but again, my problem with most of these indie games are that they're fun for 15 minutes. Um, like there was a game in particular, and I don't mean all indie games in general, because I love indie games and support them. And our good friends at IndieBox have had a great launch, and their initial game was awesome. Um, but this game, like Abzu, it was like swimming through the ocean and all that stuff. It's very much like Flower. Like a lot of people yeah, just it's... love Flower. They're like, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. And I was like, I enjoyed it for about 20 minutes and then I yeah. didn't enjoy it anymore, <laughs> you know, well, so it's not actually a game. Those things are more experiential. Like right. those are, a, those are more, um, you're, you're, you're almost meditating rather than playing. Right. What exactly. I mean? Exactly. So I, overall uh, though, the, I, I am a little, I, what I was hoping for at this E3 was that, especially with it, we're, we're a year into a new console launch yeah. is that I was hoping that we were going to get, a lot of great games at the end of this year, or at least a justification for having new Absolutely consoles. Absolutely right. Like which, that's the reason why, right, right there. Which, which we don't, and so don't. as a result, I'm bummed about that because 2015 is going to be the sweet spot. We should yeah. probably give a cursory mention to Nintendo. You know, they've got this new open world Zelda. They've got a Super Smash Brothers that's coming out in the fall, um, and a lot of games that are kind of right in the sweet spot of what they do. So the, for the owners of the Wii U, they're going to have a good year. Yeah. In 2015, which is two years <laughs> after they bought their console, may almost pushing three years. So do you have any final thoughts, Chris, on E3 2014? Again, I think um, co-op is the trend of the year. I think um, Rainbow Six, Batman Arkham Knight, and Far Cry 4 have that kind of in the bag. Assassin's Creed Unity is something I may try if you try, if you get it, and we're going to If I get Rainbow it, Six, you have to get Assassin's Creed. Done. Right. Deal. Right. Made. Finished. All right. All right. No, that sounds good. Those those are my those are my most excited things that I can't I can't wait to get my hands on. So I'm excited about the uh, the future of gaming, and I guess all of that's going to be happening in 2015. As much as I'd like to have it right. in the next couple of months, it's going to be 2015. Yeah, awesome. So thanks guys for listening. We uh, hope to do some more bonus content on the screeners here as we continue around all things media that we love. Keep listening to the podcast, and we'll catch you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.